Welcome to College and Coins, where we learn about college, the process, get in keeping those coins, and everything else in between. Williams. In this episode, we'll be speaking to Yoli Tamu, author and creator of the Back to Me Project, about online education, whether it's the new normal, and how parents, students, and teachers should move forward. So let's get into it. Hey, my listeners out there. Today, we are speaking with Yoli Tamu, author and creator of the Back to Me Project. Hey, Yoli. Hey, how's it going? Um, I'm great. And how are you? I'm good. I'm hibernating during this little <laughs> situation. <laughs> yes, the corona has everybody in the house, everybody in the house, but that doesn't stop the grind, does it? That does not. And Cardi B got me pumping. <laughs> she got me jumping over here. <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> yes, hashtag coronavirus. So, so tell us what you do because a lot of the things that you're doing dealing with students also are impacted by the coronavirus. Yes, I am an educator. Um, I actually teach high school students and I teach uh, college students, and I'm an author. Um, I wrote a book called The Back to Me, or Back to Me, and I created the Back to Me project as a result of the book. And I created the book because it was all based on um, what my students, my high schoolers were telling me about what they were experiencing from a uh, mental health perspective. And so as a independent study teacher, which means I'm sort of like a homeschool teacher, I work one-on-one, I see the students once a week. Um, They really confide in me and they tell me so many things. And so as a result, Um, I took about 10 different topics that really stood out for them that they were sharing with me, such as sexual assault, cutters, you know, had a lot of cutting uh, scenarios and um, just, you know, the anxiety of preparing to go to college. So I took all these different topics of concerns that they had and I put them in a book called Back to Me so that when they hit the campus, there is a strong um, awareness of who they are before they get there. And I create or I actually tell my Howard story. I went to Howard University. So I tell my Howard story about how I survived sexual assault on campus and how I dealt with roommates and dealt with boyfriends and, uh, you know, sororities and just, you know, really adjusting to the life on campus. And in my little book, there's a story for them. And then at the end, how would they handle it? I give them questions. Like if you were in this scenario, how would you handle it? So the Back to Me project has evolved into a workshop. And the, um, the girls are really responding. So I'm very excited about it. And uh, just recently, I went back to Howard in 2018 and um, I performed a one-woman show. I put the actual uh, entertainment version of my book, if you will, on stage because I am a, a performing artist as well. I majored in musical theater. So I did a one-woman show for 45 minutes and jumped off the stage and we did a workshop about how everybody's feeling about being new freshmen um, in college at Howard. So very powerful. And so I'm excited about the Back to Me project. So um, my goal is to spread it around all the college campuses before they hit, uh, before they hit the campus. Just oh, kind of preparing excellent. them. That's excellent. One time for the Howard Bison in the room. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you deal with high school students and you help prepare them for college. So again, with this coronavirus and the things that the students are facing, now the thing, everything is shifting because 
now everything is going online, which which is so mm-hmm. interesting because you're already a homeschool teacher of high school students. But now that K through 12 and all universities have gone online in fear of coronavirus, I wanted to know, do you find a learning curve between the online students and the students who have just been in a traditional classroom? Uh, actually, I do. I've been teaching um, as an independent study teacher one-on-one since 2000. So I've been doing this for a pretty long time. And I would say because they get the one-on-one instruction, I mean, I'm like their personal private tutor. So they can um, really ask me any question under the sun when it comes to their academics. If they're not understanding content, they have time with me to really go through um, the material. So as opposed to sitting in a classroom with 30 students where there's some distraction, uh, they don't have that because they have me uh, for an hour once a week. And then they have me online uh, via email for all questions. And so the learning curve is great. Um, it leans towards the online program, I would say, uh, in a positive way because of um, all the instruction I can I can provide. And uh, I am seeing with this coronavirus that, you know, we are getting increased enrollment because parents are concerned about their students' uh, safety and just the distractions. There's many distractions in schools nowadays. There's a lot of cyberbullying going on. There's so many things distracting kids that our environment in an online world is, um, is exactly what they need and exactly what they want. And they're moving faster. They're learning faster. And um, yeah, I definitely, I highly recommend it. Now, that's interesting that you say that because what I'm finding is that these parents, they are working from home and they are tasked with helping their students do this work. Parents are not happy. They have a learning curve. Mm. It's one thing to have Facebook or, you know, you're flipping Mm. through Instagram or you're even doing email on your computer. It's a completely different scenario when you have to sit down with your student and figure out on the computer what needs to be done. Wow. I would say there's a breakdown in communication with that school or that organization because, um, the parents like our particular school. My school is City of Angels. We're inside of uh, Los Angeles Unified School District. And they particularly like our program because we're so accessible. You know, so like I said, I'm available to the kids. If it's midnight, they can leave a message. I'll call them in the morning. So it's up to the kids to stay in touch with me to go over their homework assignments. Um, what we task the parents with is supervision. So if you're going to choose a once a week program, then you have something in place for six days out of the week where you know where your child is. Your child is working. Um, I provide a schedule from eight to three where that child is inside the home working on their assignments. Um, Time management skills are developed because I tell them, uh, for example, there's six classes in a regular uh, semester, periods one through six. So with us, we offer three classes at a time, uh, whereas a regular semester is four months long. So that's six classes. What we do for, we offer three classes for two months and then another three classes for two months. So that's your full four month semester. And with the three classes, I tell the students to focus on one subject a day. So if it's English, you're going to focus on English for four to five hours, two hours of reading, take a lunch break, do some homework. You're on the phone, you're calling me, you're asking the questions. So there's no real um, need for the parent um, if they follow that instruction. Uh, the parent can definitely be there to uh, make sure homework assignments are being completed. You know, I, I ask parents to make sure that it's it's titled properly. It's, you know, the titles and page numbers are there. The course titles are there. I mean, I really do everything 
when the when the kids take advantage of it and call me on the phone and email me. It's interesting that you would say that, but I guess it's because you've been doing this for such a long time. But I'm also hearing there are a lot of teachers who are now forced to work from home and teach these students and they are completely lost. They don't know what to do. They're having technical difficulties. And I just don't think school districts were prepared to have their entire workforce go online. No, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, um, we just had a Zoom meeting with our principal today, and he did say mm-hmm. that our school is the only school prepared in the in the LA Unified District because we do this every day. So what they're beginning to do is use our instructional guides, because uh, what we do is we um, we set we offer textbooks, the same textbooks they would have in the classroom, and we provide uh, instructional guides for every day of the week. So it's like already written out. So the district is now going to our website and they're downloading our, our, our guides and they're using them. So yeah, we are now supporting teachers that have questions, uh, supporting administrators that have questions. Um, yeah, and I'm definitely available to any parents um, that have any questions. But yeah, I know it's, it's overwhelming in the beginning because you're used to a certain traditional environment. But like I said, when it's, once it's broken down cl- one class per day as opposed to five to six subjects in a day, then the stress kind of, um, you know, dissipates. So, you know, it's just a matter of really talking to someone like myself to really find out how you can better use your time throughout the week to get through the classes. And um, I, I know that the problem potentially is right now is that they have the six classes, whereas I just described, we only do three at a time. So that may be a conflict where instead of me, uh, where I do one class at a time, maybe the kids in their current environment have to do two classes per day, but it's still doable. So it's something that I definitely um, am open to, you know, helping parents with or teachers or anybody who wants to know my time management strategy, because that's the key, time management. Okay, so we know now that school districts are having challenges, especially getting these teachers, you know, prepared to teach these students. But do you actually see this online blueprint becoming the new normal? Interesting. Because of what's happening, you know, out there in the world, because of all of these distractions, you know, our our enrollment has increased because, you know, kids are being bullied. You know, uh, I'd say a large percentage of my roster of kids is because the parent just is tired of their child being bullied um, because of their sexual identity or um, you know, just the just the normal cyberbullying. You know, you know, just trying to influence another mm-hmm. person, clicks, things like that that happen on campus. So they come out of school for various reasons, but primarily it's bullying. We also have actors um, because a lot of you know kids are in entertainment and they're pursuing other things now. They're even online uh, pursuing careers. I had one uh, one little girl who was on tour with Disney, um, but she built a career on YouTube, just sitting at the computer. And she made a name for herself and now she's on tour. So she comes to see me to take her classes. Uh, we also have pregnant students, young teens, and um, students that are, have to be there for their parents, you know, the elder care, their caregivers to a certain degree uh, because there's certain um, situations going on in the household. So I definitely see it moving towards a homeschool environment because of technology. Everything is moving very quickly with technology and um, we all have to be you know, very tech savvy. And I think what's happening in the world right now is kind of, it's uh, fast forwarding everything, but we're, we're really heading, heading there anyway. 
Okay, but what about the social aspect? Because I personally know a senior in high school and she is so disappointed because of the fact that they've now canceled commencement, they've now canceled prom. And when you have an environment that's completely online for adults, it could be possibly, it could be okay. But when you're talking about students who are used to being social and you know you need those social norms, what happens then? Right. Well, what we do at our school is that we encourage them to still participate in those things. So I know we're in a strange situation now with this virus, but this thing is going to pass and schools are going to open. And right. I, I feel that, you know, what we do is we partner with schools. So if there's grad night at Disneyland, you know, whatever your school is based on your address, you know, I connect you with that counselor and those kids can go to grad night. If there's prom, they can participate with that. Yeah. So their, their resident school is what it's called based on their address. You can actually participate in all those activities. And I encourage it. I tell parents when they sign up, you're going to really schedule them daily to make sure they're, they're uh, giving me a four to five hour day. But after three o'clock, yeah, you need to socialize your kids. Are they involved in some sort of after-school programming? Um, you know, I know Benchmark mm-hmm. is an after-school program for LAUSD, um, you know, in Los Angeles. So, but I'm not sure what the after, after-school programming is in other districts, but that should still be something that parents pursue for their students. They should still participate in all social activities. It's just that hour of time between eight and three, they're at home doing their work. Okay. Okay. So that, that makes sense. But again, this is, this is to some people a complete nightmare because school districts, because of the fact that they have not been prepared, you know, your school district is, is quite not the norm. You know, the the reality what's going on now is that these school districts are so far behind the, the ball that they're canceling Mm -hmm. testing for the remainder of the year. They're just putting these kids through, even if the kids are not doing well in the classroom. And if the Mm -hmm. teacher is not um, tech savvy, then of course they're Mm -hmm. going to pass them. Then they don't have the test to prove their competence. So next year we may have an entire district full of students who are not prepared for the next grade level. Yeah. And that is the sad piece. That is a very sad piece. We just we just found out as well that we're not offering the testing, and I'm totally um, not in agreement with that. Um, what I plan on doing is uh, because, like, there are the uh, English learner tests. There's the you know the the SATs, the you know all these preparatory tests for college, uh, and just for just for you know knowledge to see if they're if they're competent in their grade level. What I plan on doing is I still test my students to a certain degree in their subject matter. So, you know, if there is a chapter that we're covering, I'm, I'm testing them every week or every couple weeks based on the content because it's all about mastering skills. So if you're really mastering comprehension skills and you're constantly practicing those comprehension skills, then testing becomes easier. And so there are some online tests, and I'm wondering if the districts are going to start rolling those out and telling the parents about them. But there's plenty of practice tests online. Um, where students can be can be uh, taking these tests, like for example, um, CASP, which is a Smarter Balance test out here in California. I'm not sure it's, it's it's basically our state standards test. So whatever it is in another state, I'm not sure of the title. But there's a practice test for that online. And so what we do is just have the students still do it, and then it's it's up to the students to still talk to us and ask us questions about it. So they're constantly in practice mode. So even though they're not being given the test they're in practice mode for the, um, you know, what it looks like and, um, 
the anxiety of it all. We just kind of help them settle because they're used to seeing it, if that makes any sense. So that it's easier once they do too. Okay. So because of the fact that you're the online education guru, do you have any tips that we can give our (laughs) listeners on how to have these kids stay diligent and be more comfortable in online education as the school year continues and they'll be at home? Wow. Well, thanks for the guru comment. I don't know about that, but uh, (laughs) let's see. (laughs) Let's see. Tips. Like I said, number one, time management. So this is a a crash course in organization because even when they get to college, they're going to have to uh, operate in this way. You know, you go into classes once or twice a week and the professor just wants you to return the following week with the assignment. You know what I mean? So uh, when I look at independent study, I look at it as a college prep experience because you're not going to have access to your professor all the time. So time management skills um, are what I would encourage, which which I just laid out before, is to focus on one class at a time, one class per day, really. Give yourself a break, you know, spend two hours of reading, take a break, go outside, do something different just to change the dynamic of your mindset, come back in, do some work for another two hours. I would use two-hour increments between every activity to always pause with two hour increments during a day. Um, what other tips can I offer? Uh, definitely exercise, you know, um, very important to just get out there and walk. Very important to get on the phone and, and socialize with friends. Um, also, there are meditation apps. Oh my goodness. The kids are, are asking me a lot about meditation nowadays and just stress and calming themselves down. There's an app called Insight Timer, which is I-N-S-I-G-H-T Timer, T-I-M-E-R.com. And that's a free site of of anxiety and stress and sleep meditations for students to just, you know, just take some downtime to just relax. Um, Tapping. uh, If you're familiar with Ayanla Van Zant, she's really big into tapping, which is just pressure points, meridian points on the forehead, on the face, on the cheeks, where um, statements are given and you keep repeating statements and it calms different organs within the body and everything is connected within our face. So it's, it's, a, it's a whole practice called tapping and a good app for that is the Tapping Solution. I would recommend that. There's also Calm, C-A-L-M, calm.com, which LeBron James is now using. He actually put out uh, mindfulness meditation as a as a sports figure, just mental fitness is what he calls it. And there's a fee for calm.com. There's a cost there, but inside timer, there's no cost there. Um, so yeah, just meditation practices, getting out. And like I said, two hour increments. Is that good? I'm should, should I give you a couple more? Look, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. Thank you so much. You know, this is, this is so valuable for people who are Let's face it, parents and students are stressed all the way out right now. Coronavirus or COVID-19, the technical term, is just causing so much confusion. And this world is, this is basically reshaping how the educational landscape is going to be moving forward. And once people learn how to embrace it and accept it and adapt to it, I believe that the stress Mm -hmm. will die down and people will become more familiar and comfortable with it moving forward. Yeah, because like I said, the independence of it all, because that's what it is. You're you're a student on your own. That's how you feel. <laughs> like, wait a minute, I'm by myself. 
you know, especially as a young person, that's how you feel. But when I think about it, prep, particularly for high school students, when I think about the prep that they're getting, when they walk into those college doors, they're going to be ready. Mm-hmm. Their organizational skills will be on another level. You know what I mean? Now, when we talk about the babies, you know, elementary and middle, yeah, it's pretty jarring for them. That's why I would just encourage parents to just do these two-hour intervals with the kids and just, you know, put out reward systems. Like, you know, we're going to do this after you complete that. You know what I mean? Just encourage them with rewards and figure out where the free museums are and where the free, uh, you know, free activities are in the city just to get out. Now, for the parents that are working, I understand you can't do it during the day, but, you know, maybe you can that weekend. So rewards are very important to cut the stress down for the young ones because they, they, you know, they drive the parents crazy <laughs> too. So I, I completely understand that. So it's just a, a mental break for the whole family if they um, really just set up a, a reward system. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for coming on College and Coins. We will have you again. Mm-hmm. This is not your last time, I'm sure, because you have so much information to give, especially when it's time for kids to go back to school or the college freshmen going to school. You know, we'll have you on again so that you can offer some insight into those college freshmen who will be dealing with their own set of new challenges as they try and navigate the college landscape. So how can our listeners find you? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. This this was cool. Um, Just talking to you made me realize what I do. You know what I mean? I don't talk about this all the time. So this is pretty cool. But everyone can reach me at thebacktomeproject.com. That's my website. And you can actually join my, um, my newsletter if you choose. It's for the college student. Uh, the parent can also join and just really see what type of, um, uh, you know, opportunities I'm offering the students, such as the meditation resources and things that I've already described. And like I said, my whole college experience, and I take you through a journey um, through my monthly newsletters and for personal consultations for students that just really have private things that they want to discuss, even parents, I encourage them to email me at Yoli, which is Yoli, Y-O-L-I at yolitamu.com. That's Y-O-L-I-T as in Tom, A-M as in Mary, U.com. And, you know, we can have a private conversation, um, private consultation to see where you are and maybe if my workshop or even my book uh, may be a benefit. College of Coins is brought to you by the Freshman Funbox brand. Until next time, check us out at collegeandcoins.com.